Hello, welcome to the Bush Lee Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. I'm very excited about today's episode. We have a special guest with us today to discuss the Marvel's Avengers beta. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, he accidentally spent all weekend playing Lego Marvel's Avengers, and his favorite superhero is Dr. Doom. His name is Nick Beard. That's all true, by the way. It's very true. I, I got nothing for that one. I thought I was going to have something really good at first, and it just no. You, you have you have nothing on that. Which, by the way, that's a real game. There's a yeah. game Lego Marvel's Avengers. I have it. It's, it's not the best. That other voice, his favorite Marvel film is Thor: The Dark World, and he thinks that Vision is the most powerful Marvel superhero. His name is Ryan Scalf. Vision is the most powerful Marvel superhero. You've been saying that since it's Age consistent of in the comics, from what I understand. He's so, dead. He's dead in the MCU, MCU right now. I believe the movies did an incredible injustice. I mean, I can't believe that he just <laughs> got incredible his injustice pulled out of his head. That's injustice. Funny. That's that's DC. We'll stay away from that. And finally, for our special guest, he was disappointed that there weren't harder bat nips in the most recent The Batman trailer, <laughs> and he thinks that Michael Bay should make more Transformers movies. He is Matt from the assemble show how are you guys great that's to have a, you matt that's a lie i don't like well the bay films were fine but <laughs> matt i knew i knew immediately that when you were coming on the show that i had to somehow work bat nips in the conversation yeah i liked i liked how you did that wait until i well i discuss it again in the next episode that i with the bat suits recorded. yeah i did the bat suits episode and yeah there's more conversation around that see you now it's gonna become a thing with it's gonna be i'm you sorry not avoid that. them which by the way you're that episode should be live when this podcast goes live yeah. so uh i was wondering uh, plug the show where, where yeah. are you at right now so uh youtube.com slash assemble show um and what we do is uh, we do weekly contents covering all things Marvel, DC, Transformers, Ninja Turtles, you name it, um, surrounding action figure reviews, statue reviews, unboxings. Um, we do three shows a week. Um, I say we, it's a one-man show. Yeah. And we're doing you know, our Top Shelf Tuesday, which is our ranking series. So ranking anything from, yeah, DC and the Batman costumes and the goods and bads of those. Uh, and our Wednesdays are unboxings so doing things for statues yeah our marvel mcu universe of all things marvel and dc and then friday is our free-for-all friday which i actually really enjoy doing because it's uh talking to the community and taking questions from the community and putting it into the show uh answering whatever the questions are which is you know video games to movies to everything we love but also then doing shout outs for for everyone that's posting their questions um yeah so which i which i really like because i get to be able to like i was saying the show be able to give back to everybody else seeing the show like when you added those community days and the more discussion related i i love that content so much and it's funny because i think i messaged you early on that I'm not really a figure guy, but after kind of like analyzing some of my office and my work office, I'm like, I have figures in all of those places. And like watching your, you know, the really nice $200 figures, I'm like, I'm going to end up with some of those now. Like you definitely sell the product really well. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun. And it's funny too, because it's not something that I was like, I have this esteemed crazy collection. It's just growing up like we all did where it's video games, it's Super Nintendo, it's Genesis, and it's then getting your action figures and going to Toys R Us or if you're in the States, it's Target and Walmart and everything and, you know, going out and grabbing Ninja Turtles and grabbing X-Men and Spider-Man and all of that. And yeah, it was more so just like, well, let me just start kind of building this a little bit. And it's, it is less, I find that it's a bit of a balance for the show anyways of, it is about unboxing the figure or the statue, like a Spider-Man statue or something or a Thor statue, but, mm-hmm. um, and, and what's good and bad about it. But it's also about, okay, well, how does this tie into the MCU or our take on it and, and getting, yeah. you know, everybody else's thoughts and opinions on maybe the character as a whole versus just the straight up figure or statue, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, we're, we're big fans, seriously. So um, yeah, I've been watching kind of the same situation as I never really considered myself a figure guy either until I realized I do have figures. So it's like, it's funny, you know, in hearing you talk about it and especially the Fridays where you ask questions to the community, that's, that is so awesome. I mean, the questions you get are great and you always have an awesome answer for them except for the pineapple on pizza situation. No, no, no. You're All wrong, right. Ryan. I'm on your side, Matt. No, no, Thank no, 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 no. Ignore him. I can mute him if you want. 
Please do, because it's unacceptable. But Not. aside from that, your show is incredible. Thank you. <laughs> aside from that, wait until we just go in depth and rank pizzas. Yeah, then it'll get off the rails a little uh, bit. More. That's why we. That's why I'm having you on the show. I chose to have you on the show because of that Hawaiian answer. But anyways, the, the views will go down. And yeah. the show is going to plummet now. As they should. <laughs> Today's episode is not about Hawaiian pizza, but it is about the Marvel's Avengers beta. When this publishes, the game will release five days from then. So if you haven't checked it out, it's too late to check it out. Listen to this podcast all the way through. We'll give you some feedback. Uh, I wanted to hop right into it. I played this weekend. I had one weekend with it. I only played the open beta because we'll go into it a little more depth, but I don't, I didn't pre-order it yet. And we can talk about that at the end, but... I wanted to know, I think Ryan and Nick also have just played the open beta weekend. Matt, how much have you played? I pre-ordered it for PS4 and I played it on the opening weekend of the beta for PlayStation. And then I jumped back on each weekend. They did three in total, I think. Yeah, three. Every time, yeah. I couldn't keep track of that. But yeah, I played every single weekend, at least dabbled in, especially the first weekend to get through the the first kind of crunch of the the story missions. Yeah. And then a little bit more as it kept going. So yeah, I jumped into the PlayStation version. So since you, you've definitely had the most experience, what's your overall, I guess, feel? I mean, you pre-ordered it, so that's significant. But how do you feel about this? I feel good about it. It's been actually very contrasting and, and you know, there's a lot of different scene of opinion when it comes to the game, how it plays, how it looks aesthetically, um, how it's been running on PC versus Xbox and PlayStation 2. I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. For me, it's good. It's not amazing, but I also didn't have the expectations of this groundbreaking MCU game to kin to like a Arkham series, right? I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting a, a kind of a button mash, jump in, play for an hour kind of deal, you know, suit up Iron Man, try out some different aesthetics, upgrade them a bit and, and kind of get out. So right now, anyways, I think it's kind of hitting the spot for me. I came off of playing Last of Us. I played a little bit of Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's a a hard one. It's a hard one. And then I was feeling like that wasn't clicking for me, to be honest, for a little while, because I think coming from Last of Us, it was so heavy. Yeah. Story-wise, I wanted something a little bit lighter, and that's just kind of like that that junk food type of game where I can just jump in, mash up some characters, do my thing, and go. So overall, first impressions, I'd say I'm enjoying it. I'd like to see a lot more. Yeah. And how the character is going to get flushed out and how the upgrade skill tree is going to work. Because I think it's a little overwhelming and just for first impressions anyways. Um, but what did you guys think? Yeah, I, I think junk but, food is like a good way to describe this. And I yeah. don't mean that in like a negative way. I just, I think it's kind of a lot of fan service, which we love. Like you said, the aesthetics seem a lot more complete than I was expecting. You know, I think it came to serve a purpose and that purpose is just to make fans happy. And we, we weren't really expecting, like you said, anything groundbreaking, but I think it, it gave what it promised, right. In a way, a different way to experience the heroes that we love. And they went pretty deep in the aesthetics. They, they switched things up quite a bit with those abilities. I, I was really impressed by that. Everything was kind of a pleasant surprise, I think, because I went in knowing almost nothing about the game. Yeah, So, and, I, and for months since the reveal of this game, I've been trying mm. to get Ryan to watch any War Table event, and he hasn't watched a single he one. He sends me all these trailers and gameplay videos, well, he's and I'm been like, ta- I'm not going to watch it. He's been that. talking trash about this game since it's been released, and quite frankly, yes, the first reveal trailer was garbage. The characters look terrible, mm. but the War Tables, every single one sold me more and more on the game, and then finally picking it up, I really enjoyed it. And Matt, expectations is the key here. Like if you set your expectations right, you're going to enjoy this game. For me, I'm a big Marvel fan. When it comes to Marvel, you know, team up video games, my expectations are really low. I played Marvel Heroes 2015 and 2016, both Ooh. of them. Did you play those? No. They're, they're not the best. <laughs> <laughs> so here. Why and, would you ask him that? And then, no, at, and, then that. and then even more, I played uh, Ultimate Alliance 3 on the Switch, yes. which yeah. again, they're junk food. They're not... They're not a Last of Us. They're not a, you know, Spider-Man, you know, the Sony Spider-Man. They're a different breed. While I was kind of going into this expecting that, kind of that level of quality, and the depth was so, it was way deeper than I expected. And I think that's a big, big piece too, is that it's from the war tables and how they've gone and Ryan hasn't watched them because it's... Mm -mm too busy or just can't yeah, deal, but you can talk trash about it all day long. <laughs> <But> <laughs> exactly. I, I was surprised. Role. I was surprised by, you know, watching the first kind of gameplay trailers that we got and we we're like, okay, 
this looks a little like was it at E3 that we originally I mean we had the yeah. teaser of like Cap's shield and all of that the original E3 uh, revealed and we waited a long time but when, once we started getting a little bit more of the visuals and the real trailers I was kind of lukewarm and then yeah Jacob like every war table that came out I sat through and I watched them and it just kind of kept building and building and I think they got more confident with what the tone of the game was because I do yeah. remember at, uh, maybe it was Gamescom or maybe it was E3 where they were showing the game they're on stage with it yeah and they couldn't i felt for me anyways that they couldn't really speak to like what do they want the game to be is it destiny is it a button mash is like is it all story heavy and i think we came up with a lot more questions and i think they did these war tables to uh really like cement it as okay it's a multiplayer online you know destiny style game with your superhero friends. Yeah. Yeah. There's some levels yeah. to it. Nick, what'd you think? Sure. I think, well, when I watched the first release that you were just talking about, Matt, on A Day, uh, where they kind of show that the whole, the first bridge scene, honestly, I watched that and, and I was like, this is garbage. And I, I remember watching yeah. it with my buddy and I, I didn't want to like, you know, say anything to offend him. But I was like, man, I'm not excited about this. And that was the only thing that I watched. I didn't watch any of the war tables, anything until the beta last weekend. And so my expectations were super low, jumped into the beta and surprisingly had a really good experience. And I thought, yeah, this looks a lot better than the initial release. And it looks like there's going to be some more depth and some more layers than, than what I had originally thought. So, I, I mean, I'm really excited about it just from the, from the beta. What really set this game apart, you know, I played the Ultimate Alliance series. I didn't play the third one because after the second one, I was pretty satisfied with <laughs> how much I had played. But I still recommend I, it. Yeah, I, I'm sure I would love it. But I think the, especially the first one, the, the stories and the level design and all sorts of things like that, they just didn't make sense to me. I don't know. I, and I, I will admit, I don't have a huge history in like, reading all of the comics i've read a good amount but i haven't read them all and so there's like these things happening with no explanation all of a sudden after at the end of the first ultimate alliance all of a sudden you're in hell and you're fighting like a demon that is supposedly like the king of nightcrawler's world or something like that pretty perfect nightcrawler is like so out of left field it was just and none of it made sense to me and so what i'm really excited for this game is like the cinematic storytelling they seem like they're really gonna like build on these characters in a way we haven't seen in the movies because they're they're kind of changing it right these aren't necessarily the same characters in the movies so we're it's gonna not- see a different iron man a different thor and i'm excited for that I, i'm 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 curious to see what they're going to do with the story. Element. So every, everything about it the story is unique to itself like they're pulling in elements from you know, comic book events and MCU events. But at the end of the day, this is a unique story. And I really like the way that they're introducing Inhumans in this and kind of A-Day and all that. But yeah, Ryan, it's 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 kind of a fresh slate. You know, they're, they're building off of AIM, which AIM was loosely explored, I think, in Iron Man 3. But it hasn't been really, the, the average fan doesn't know about AIM yet. So they're kind of exploring a new, a new topic. And I'm excited about the story. I think it's cool to kind of reassemble the Avengers. And it's a really good plot to pull in more Avengers. Because right now we're starting with six slash seven with Hawkeye. And then we know Spider-Man's coming. But reassembling the Avengers, you have all this opportunity to bring in more Avengers down the line. And that's a really good, you know, games as a service model, right? We want more characters. We want more variety. And I, I wanted to throw out the question. Do you guys have an issue with the fact that this is, and this is a new acronym. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. GAS, G-A-A-S, games as a service. It's all over Twitter lately. Do you like that this is a games as a service model or is this, is that a, a detractor for you? I think for, I mean, for me, it's, I see it both ways, which is a bad answer, but I see how games as a service, it is the direction that so many big companies are going towards. I think that they can cast the biggest net with it because if we looked at it, if I said, you know, selfishly, I want a Arkham city style game, MCU focused characters, like story driven 20 hours, you know, last of us in terms of quality for, for graphics. Yeah. I, I want that, but to cast the biggest net for it, to get the largest audience. I mean, you go with the games as a service, it's accessible. And I think it's like what Ryan was talking about too, where, you know, I'm not familiar with every lore of every comic book line, or maybe even all of the movies as in depthly. Right. So I think with games as a service for this, you get all the characters. And I think too, like you run the risk that if it's, if it is a linear story, you got to pick and choose your characters. You got to pick one, two, 
four tops, you know, like where you can, you can get in and out of the stories and then you, you might even run the risk of, well, it feels too choppy. I get, I get 10 minutes, you know, two hours of Iron Man and I get four hours of Thor and so on versus something like this. It's well, great. I get to probably be Black Panther. I get Hawkeye. I can, I can do what I want and look all the costumes I get and all of that. So there's going to be trade-offs, right? I just hope that they maintain it and that they see a big enough return and that the audience is out there to grow with it like a destiny where they'll be coming in for years um, so you can see the upgrades and patches and care to the game because I would worry that they fall off. That player base is very, very tight and small. Like we're going to get a huge boom of this when it launches because it, when is the release date for this? Like September 5th. So we're not really overlapping with, the, with too much else, right? And we're kind of staring at next gen. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 remaster. All right. Yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I like completely... we, we have kind of some time with it and then hopefully it sticks and then... You know, people want to keep coming back to it on next gen, but what did you guys think? I completely agree. And I think the edge that gives this game is I am not at all going to say like Iron Man is overplayed because I love him as a hero and he's one of my favorites. He always has been. But we know a lot of their story, right? I know a lot about Hulk. I know a lot about Thor. And, and a lot of that's thanks to the recent stuff and then also the classic comic books. And there's always there's always variation in the stories and that's great. But I'm excited like I want to know more about Kamala Khan. I don't know anything about her. I want to know more about these like kind of offshoot characters that we didn't really see in the movies. And I'm going to, I'm going to play with them. I'm going to go in whatever storyline that they can develop that can show me more about their backstory and all that stuff. That's where I'm going to spend all my time in this game. And so for it to be open like that and for them to continually be able to add a character that, either I've seen very little of, or I just don't know a lot about. I'm very excited about that. And I think that's a huge service to Marvel in general. This is a way to explore. I think this is almost, it's a medium just like the comic books are, right? This is a way to explore these superheroes in a way that no one's ever been able to do. Nothing's ever been done like this. And and for that reason, this game is going to stand out, I think. Yeah, right. And there's some, there's been a lot of data mines and, Take them with a grain of salt because there were data mines for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and they didn't pan out. There was like a long list of characters that I was super excited about. We never got them. And to your point, there are a lot of kind of secondary and tertiary characters that are included that might be main characters someday. So I'm going to go down the list. Uh, Ant-Man, the Wasp, Vision, Ryan, Black Panther, Doctor Strange, Falcon, Marvel, which we haven't mm. seen CU yet. Mockingbird, haven't seen. Well, yes, we saw Mockingbird in the... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Quake. Never heard of Mockingbird. Did you just make that up? No, that's a real character. It's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was in like two or three seasons. Uh, Quake, another Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. character people love. Winter Soldier, Scarlet Witch, Captain Marvel, and then you get Kate Bishop, you get She-Hulk, and you get War Machine. Uh, Some of those characters, obviously, you've seen in the MCU, you've seen in the TV universe. But again, Ryan, this is another medium to bring more fans in, to educate them about characters, because this is is what it's about. You learn about one character. Yeah. That, you know, that speaks to one person and then they, they dig in on that comic book series or, you know, that movie, right? So I, I think this is genius to kind of have a, a games as a service model. Because, yeah, it's, this, this could go on for years. But Matt, like you said, only if people buy it. You know, we have to support this early on because if people don't support it, it just dies. You know, there's plenty of games as a service that just die on arrival. I think uh, to that point, yeah, there's going to be kind of two big parts of that. The fan base jumping in and continuing to playing it and also then maintaining it. Like you said, Matt, I think that's a good point. But the games as a service makes complete sense for the franchise to, you know, continue, you know, as you said, casting a big net. When you release games as a service this way, you can continue the stories, you can add new things, all the characters you're talking about. And you see this continuity across the franchise so it's going to be interesting i'm not hot or cold about it Uh, i think a lot of a lot of it's going to be up to me about how good the game is and uh kind of the fan base with it if you guys continue to play and uh i'm I'm excited i think too nick like it it does it's a good thing in that we get um the movies coming out like when they do right so we get like black widow for that movie coming out soon we get the disney plus shows that are going to be coming out where we're getting wandavision we're getting um falcon and the winter soldier too so i think that as these movies and then obviously we have the next phase of mcu films yeah people get excited enough just by that like i look at something like the disney shows and go well i haven't had winter soldier meh 
But seeing how they did them in the MCU movies, and you have so much affinity for those characters, now you're bought in even more. Like, I'm going to watch. So I think yeah. that the game can survive or really do very well because people will just be like jacked up that they're going to see Black Widow and go, well, now I can jump into the game and I can play as Black Widow or use the same costume and suits and all this stuff, right, from what was in the movie. I yeah. think that that's like almost that reoccurring hook of yeah. Yeah. like a Destiny where, hey, we have, you know, Destiny 2 and we have the expansion packs. And I feel like that almost is that reoccurring piece that will constantly get the user and the gamer back in every time there's a show and an update and all that. Yeah, and Ryan touched on it too. I don't know much about Kamala Khan at all, but now that I'm playing her, I guarantee I will be buying some comics with her and it, it'll kind of ripple and flow over into other areas of the you know, the Marvel Universe. So yeah, I think it's going to be good and you make a good point. There's, there's no other property. There, Marvel's the only property that can, and maybe DC, but they're not exploring it. Games as a service is all about kind of staying on your mind, right? It's, we got a new season, we got a new season, we got this new character coming out and they want to stay present, floating around in your brain. Well, Marvel does that already. Disney does that already. They're, they're coming out with yep. these shows they're coming out with these movies. It's genius. This is the best games as a service compliment to an actual existing property. And I'm stoked for it. I, I wanted to throw out another question. I named off some of these characters that might be in the game of those characters, or are there any characters that you would like to play as? Like, do you have a favorite character in the, in the MCU or in Marvel in general that you would love to play as right now? We have mm. six, we're going to have Hawkeye. We're going to have Spider-Man. Anyone beyond that, that hasn't been announced that you would like to see? Nick, you can throw out Dr. Doom because they can work it in, in some vision. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, Dr. Doom would be one, but you also <laughs> mentioned, uh, I think you listed Dr. Strange on there. Yeah, that's part of the data mine. Another one of my, you know, most oh, favorite characters. Right you know, up so. Alex. Oh, yeah. The doctor in front of it. Doctor yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I just like doctors. <laughs> Ryan, what about your vision you said? Evil doctors. Doc Ock, right? Oh, yeah. Do you like Doc Ock? <laughs> <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Evil, I'm out. Yeah, yeah Doctor Evil. That's my. He's at the top. This is gonna be a dumb question, but do we? What do we know about like X Men? Yeah, no, it's not a dumb question at all. I saw it on the subreddit today. X Men are they're in play basically. One of the one of the directors said that if we can work a character into the story, we have license to everything. It's not like Fox. Like when it comes to video game licensing, it's all in one camp still. Unlike the unlike the films. So if they want to do X-Men, if they want to do Spider-Man, if they want to do Avengers, it's all at play. So if they if they can work it into the story, they're saying yes. So great question, Ryan. Oh, man. Yeah. X-Men, I could list. X-Men are awesome. I love them. I think they're so cool. I've read a lot of X-Men comics and stuff like that. I think Deadpool is a stretch, although he was no, in it's like not. Ultimate Alliance games. But I, I've who doesn't love Deadpool, right? He, 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 he was an Avenger. Stretch. He has been an Avenger in 2015. So it is, he is totally in play. Okay. Yeah, I'd be into that. Yeah, Matt, how about midnight. you? I was thinking the same thing that we could get down the road. This that's what I hope for, right? Is as like maybe an X Men proper Marvel X Men movie is announced or it enters into the MCU, um, that the game follows that suit and says, you know, here's Wolverine or here is like whatever four or five of you know the core cast of X Men in a game because th then it just branches off and that's where I see like if this thing has the legs to sustain for the next five years, I, I'd be very excited to see like what that roster looks like when we can say, man, look, look what it was when it started and we played the beta and we played the initial couple of months or the first year and go, man, that sucked. Or the combat was really hard or Iron Man doesn't fly very well. And then you get to a point maybe down the road, a couple of years and you have Wolverine and you know, you're getting that ultimate alliance feel to it. Of yeah. like, I can't get Deadpool and Vision and Doctor, Doctor Strange and, and Wolverine all in one. And that's, and that's kind of your group, right? And then you can build those guys. And that, that's what I hope for. Um, it just be, again, you don't want it to be spread too thin or that the characters become too generic. I'm sure there's, there's got to be a full leveling system of like, okay, we've got our heavies, like our Hulk, and they're going to fight this way. Um, I think of like the Fantastic Four. You can introduce them with Doctor Doom. And you could have you Fantastic go. Four and the thing will play just like the Hulk. Um, and you're going to have certain characters that are always going to kind of feel the same. So I'm, I'm my, hoping my they hope don't, I'm hoping they don't do palette swaps though. Like multiple Alliance is guilty of this where it's in some cases was just a palette swap where it's, you've got Hulk and you've got, I don't think this is the case, but like she Hulk, for example, where they're the exact same, just different looking. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm optimistic based off what I played in the in the beta that these skill trees are so deep, these animations are so deep. I, they're putting in the work on each character. It seems like they're they're doing the legwork where everyone feels different. And that's one takeaway from the beta that I felt is that they're going like these skill trees are extensive. And then even to take it further, I read something that that's not even the full skill tree. Like we're going to have longer skill trees than that when the full game releases. So Jago, I wanted to ask you, you brought this up about the skill trees and like when I opened that menu, how much there is just even just on screen. How did you guys feel about it as you're going through? Because for me, again, you're being dropped into the game and you're kind of just figuring your way through it all. I found it overwhelming that there's there's gems and stones and there's all these different colors. And I can, like, I was just hitting on my control. I was hitting R2 just to say, give me the best, you know, upgrades. Like just, just max out my character, whatever is the best available. Cause I started there, playing. Was there an auto upgrade system? Yeah. So at least I on PS4, I it's not very obvious. <laughs> yeah. I missed it I missed as well. I, <clears throat> Matt, to answer your question, I am a stats guy. I love to go in and fine tweak everything. Well, so here, I played Marvel Heroes 2015 and 2016. Okay, sure. that tells you enough. Yeah, that tells <laughs> you enough in itself. So yeah, I, I love that kind of stuff. And to me, the reason I like the depth of this one is because it's it's more tangible where a lot of the times in Marvel's Heroes 2015 and 2016, you're, you're upgrading someone, but it's like, it's a 5% you know, physical attack bonus. And in this one, it's, no, these are literal moves. Like, I feel like... 75 to 80% of these upgrades were actual things that you could physically see a change in your character, which isn't the case for a lot of these kind of RPG MMO like games because it's, you know, they run out of stuff. And at least with Marvel and superheroes, you can add a new, you know, spin attack or whatever you want it to be. And it felt fresh and it felt unique. And I don't know, uh, to me, I'm the nerd. Like I, I, I like these these fine tunings, but it felt even less fine tuny. Where I think the layperson can look and like, oh, like Black Widow just like wrapped her legs around that guy's head and pulled him down, like that classic Black Widow move. Like that was one of the upgrades. So to me, it's it's a little bit less of the statistics, but more into like what looks cool when you're when you're upgrading a character. And I think that's I hope that's going to be expanded, and I hope that like they give you more of the tutorial through it of and really feeling like you are leveling up and getting those like the finishers and the combos for black widow and iron man and all of that because i've seen some really cool stuff online of like just gameplay coverage of moves that people are in combos people are pulling off with like iron man where they're doing a bunch of strikes and then the blasters and all this stuff and i'm like oh i didn't know he could do that or you got to level them up even higher i do worry about well back up i think that it can do a lot better than what Marvel Ultimate Alliance did in terms of its skill tree and upgrade because, like, you guys played it too, and Ryan, you quit after the first one. But what you <laughs> would have experienced... <laughs> my bad. What you would have experienced throughout all of them, and even the third one is, like, for me personally, I didn't care about the upgrade system. They did a yeah. lot in there, but it did become a little bit too generic that I just want to get back in the missions. Yep. It's just brawl, bash my way through each wall and each section and move on. I didn't care about you know, the combo strength of Wolverine slash level, um, you know, as cool as it is, but it didn't matter as much. So yeah, like Jacob, I'm hoping that with this game, they are making them matter more and that they do get some variants of like, oh, Black Widow can really do this combo into, and it, it does it into this different skill set. And you can really define it the way you want Black Widow to play versus Hulk and so on. I do wonder, what do you guys think of, they do all of that and we, we have that experience with the core characters they've launched, but what about when they expand all of this? Because if we, we have this list of, you know, Ant-Man and whoever else, Doctor Strange and, and so on, the extensive list, I wonder, are they going to be able to keep up with that advanced skill tree or will it default into kind of like buckets for each character? I think, I mean, I almost got the sense when I opened that menu, I, I totally agree about the overwhelming feeling at the beginning where I'm like, I'm not going to read all this. It's, it's too much right now. You know, I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. like figure out what this game's about, but I almost feel like that was a flex by the developers of like, we just want you to know, Hey, this is here. So yes, we put some love into it. Be like, you know, and I think that was very intentional because in the beta, they easily could have left those details out. You know, they could have given us three abilities to upgrade or something like that. Uh, something subtle, just to like get you to like walk you into the game. And I think the the full game will probably be a little bit slower into that, I hope. But yeah, I I got the sense that hey, this is what we're about. This is how this game's gonna be. 
And there's just going to be a lot to dig through. You know, you might, you might play in your entire game with this one character and you might not even use all his abilities because you found five or six that you love and you're just going to go back and forth between those. Just use those. Gives you that availability, I guess. Yeah, it was so overwhelming to me that I actually, I spent about 10 minutes looking into it with the Hulk and then I didn't open it for the rest of the beta. And I didn't finish the beta, but it was one of those things that I thought, I don't have the time to actually go through this skill tree right now, which is kind of weird because in the past, I'm kind of like Jacob. That's that's right you up my are. alley. You are, yeah. I love all of the nitty gritty, the fine stuff. But uh, yeah, it was, it was overwhelming upon launch. And I guess that's a good thing. I agree with Ryan. It did feel like a flex. It looks like they put some love into it. So, uh, I, you know, I'm hoping that uh, I can jump back and do it with some more time and and uh, really see if these if the skill tree is actual. You know, if there's if you see a difference from the things that you're picking in the moves, I think if I feel that there's a difference and it, it's really important to sit down and choose and learn, I will. If not, I'll do the auto upgrades and just you know right trigger through the whole thing and Which just is, keep mashing. Right. It's great that that exists. It really is. You have to yep. have that there because some people just want to get get in there and it's the junk food to them. Yeah, give people, people the option. Some people want to go in and you know sit there and calculate how they're going to get the best macro, whatever it is. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I but, didn't have a question for you guys. I was doing I was jotting notes down like a dork and I wanted to know from you guys, do you think that the beta was a good idea in general? Mm. Putting the beta out there to back it all up. Because I know that, I mean, there's obviously a very strong argument argument of, yes, you know, we needed to know what this game was going to be. But in hindsight, because there's been a lot of criticism, there's been a lot of fanfare for it. But do you guys think the having the beta out there was a good move overall by the developer? Or would you have felt better if it was just, here is this, Paul, it's September 5th, here's this polished game and you're exposed to it for the first time? In your first experience of going through the skill tree and going through the opening sequence with Thor, what do you guys think? I, I'm in a bit of an echo chamber, I think, because I'm I'm in the subreddit, I'm on Twitter, and I'm following Twitter accounts who are excited about it. So it's hard to really gauge that genuine feedback. I think from like from what I'm hearing about PC, it might not have been good to launch on PC yet. It sounds like they have serious issues. I even ran into some issues when I was playing. I had I had two you know, console freezes where it shut down my console, which that's not a good sign for a beta. And then I had a Ryan, Ryan saw me experiences, but I had server issues. I couldn't get in Saturday morning when I was, you know, that was my morning hilarious to dig. I was playing and he, Ryan's at my house, Ryan's (laughs) at my house. He's playing and he's in like still kind of that single player, you know, the the beta starts off with some very story driven stuff. So you don't need a server for that. I don't think that was that play for him. For me, I had gotten through all that. I was like, okay, I'm going to dig into this stuff while he's, you know, catching up. I sat through all of his single player campaign experience. And finally, I was able to get on the server. So that was a little frustrating. But again, my expectations are low for a beta. I've experienced some really bad betas in the past where, you know, it's not going to not sell me on the game. To me, I want to see the, is the skeleton there? You know, is that skill tree there? Are those cosmetics there? Do I like the story? Those are the things I'm looking for because from a technical pr- perspective, I'm not really judging it yet. Servers, that'll get worked out. Everyone has server issues at launch. Unfortunately, we, we shouldn't normalize it, but I, I do. And then you know, throwing in any graphical fidelity. Graphics were great for me. The, the game looks beautiful. So for me, I think the beta was a win. And I think they knew that going into three weekends. Like If you're going to do three weekends on a beta, you're you're pretty confident about your game. Like that's not, yeah. That's and a lot of times they'll use the beta to benchmark the server loads and stuff like that. So yeah. that's all betas are now. They're, they're just bench. They're, they're benchmarks for servers because they're not going to go in and do some massive tweak to an engine or to the graphics of a game. This is just, and I think I, I saw something on Reddit again, that this is a one month old build. So it's not some super old three, four month build where everything's going to be worked out and beautiful. This is only a month old. So there's, there's things, a lot of these errors, we're going to, we're going to see them in the, in the launch. And so Jay, well, you probably saw this too on subreddits and just online and like on Twitter of Marvel and Square putting out like, hey, we've, here are all the patch notes. Here's the latest update and refinements we've already made from the beta and what we're going to get. So I imagine that it's like a three week window for them to kind of polish it up to get it ready. Uh, we might not see some crazy differences, but at least they're 
they're going to attack some major stuff. Like if there's aiming issues, I found Iron Man's flight. What did you guys think? But I found I hated his... Iron Man flight. I hated yeah. it. Yeah, I actually I enjoyed it. Oh, jeez, <laughs> Ryan, of course. Man, get out of here! You did. I'm just yeah. waiting. He for flew you like Vision. Shocker, Matt. Would you like floating around like so a slow dork. and even? He he flew with wisdom. No, just like was, Vision. There's no aim. Like he couldn't like no, lock on a target. He's right. just doing this. He's just moving. I'm moving okay. my hand around. He's moving his hand around. Yeah, I was going to say, Jacob was there when I was on that bridge scene at the very beginning when you first play Iron Man. And I warned you. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, I can't hit any of these guys. I think I went through that whole bridge. I crossed the bridge and killed maybe two guys. And I was like, I mean, you're right. It was very unsteady. It was horrible. I just loved flying. I just... You know, being how did you guys do with the the Taskmaster Black Widow at the beginning? Because Ryan, same thing. I I did not do well as Iron Man. I couldn't. I was flying when he's going through the bridge. He's flying. I was going way too fast. I kept slow trying to slow down and then right figure it out. But then when I got to the Black Widow Taskmaster, I think I died probably eight. 10 times of that button. That that yeah, like the timing sequence where you're supposed to roll and then shoot. I didn't know what I was supposed to shoot. No, we're supposed to shoot his jetpack. Yeah, okay, you're on your Matt, own. You'll appreciate this. I was in that battle. I was like, oh, Ryan wow, this really hard. And Jacob goes, yeah, I killed him in about 30 seconds. Hey, dude, me too. Was like, <laughs> he was he was cake, man. And, and this, this goes to the rest of the beta for me. Black Widow was my main for the beta. And I, I was yeah. not expecting that. And here's a little DC, you know, tidbit for you. I'm a Nightwing's my favorite comic book character ever. I've realized during this beta that Black Widow is Nightwing of the MCU. She's got the mm-hmm. little sticks. She just fights people. She's acrobatic. And yeah, that, that fight was super easy. So Ryan and Matt, guys, step up, yeah, step up I, the game. There. I saw I Ryan on Saturday and I said, hey, man, I, I stopped by his house real quick and I dropped some off. I said, what was your favorite character? He said Iron Man. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay. My least favorite. And I told him mine was Black Widow, surprisingly, because I'm not a Black Widow fan. And uh, that whole scene was incredible. I thought her her little grappling hook, her shooting, her rolls. It was it was really fun playing with her. Yeah, yeah and to tie in, she's fighting Taskmaster. Which, <laughs> that's the upcoming movie. It's Black Widow fighting Taskmaster. So th- you're going to see this throughout the life of this game, where it's going to be tying into the shows, to the movies, and Comics. man, it's 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 beautiful. Really, as a Marvel fan. This is what I've been waiting for for a Marvel game forever. You know, technical issues aside, games as a service, not aside. Like, I, I like, I think this is a good model for a Marvel game, right? Uh, I think you're going to see these DC games that just got announced recently kind of have a similar model where they're going to be a little bit more live. So I loved it. Uh, did you guys have any technical issues too, as far as the beta goes? And none. I didn't really have any that I noticed. Poppins and... In the first, so the first scene, you know, when you get to like the end of it and Kamala is going to get on the plane or whatever, like she's going to exit in the yeah. very, very beginning and like everything's exploding and collapsing. I had a constant, I replayed it like twice and she was bald. I've heard in, about this. In both <laughs> clips, like both times yeah. that I replayed the mission at the end, she's bald in both of them. And I think the third time she finally had hair, but it would always go from her being completely bald. And I went, is that... That, that, Dude, that's just a, a choice we're doing with the character or then she gets on the jet and she's got a full hair i'm like is that her sister or is that her cousin? <laughs> <laughs> no I, i've seen that all over reddit that, that's a super common glitch which that's what the hilarious. heck why is that one of the most reoccurring glitches in the game i love yeah. that I'm, leave that in the game I'm leave okay it in the game that. uh so <laughs> we had i think we all had a, a good impression of the game to make an educated purchase typically we don't have this kind of experience again this is the longest beta i've ever played have you guys ever experienced a beta longer than this no not that i can think of no no and like that's again i think they're showing some confidence with their game to 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 throw it out to the world that long matt you've already mentioned you're pre-ordering this on the the ps4 where i'm looking to you when i when i'm throwing out this question because nick matt (laughs) i mean nick ryan and i are all in the same boat when it comes to this we all have that we all have xboxes we're all buying a PS5 this holiday season. Oh, yeah, yeah. I listened to you guys. Told Jacob I listened to the episode this morning um, from you guys last week, this past week, and yeah, your conversation around PS4 versus going with the Xbox uh, for next gen. And then I think Ryan, you were like, just get a Switch, just, <laughs> just do what you need to do. Um, yeah, like you guys are like all Xbox. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. Like they like Xbox. I have my Xbox. I like my Xbox. I play all of my third party game titles on Xbox, and then I have Game Pass for everything that's exclusive, which is basically Forza. Um, yeah, and then Halo. What it, what that came down to is I've been a Sony pony my entire life. Sony pony. And Jacob, in his his peer pressure, convinced me to get into the Xbox game. I spent all my money getting involved with Xbox. All my games are on Xbox, and now he wants to go back to Sony. So that's okay. that's what blaming him. Out. He was probably standing next to you at like the, the store, and it was just like, "Hey, man, you should <laughs> you should look at it and get an Xbox." You're like, oh, it's pressure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. here's what Ryan happened. Gives it was, Amazon, really it was gives Amazon Day sale, and I called Jacob and say, <laughs> "Again, that's your your decision." PS4. And he goes, this is why you should find it. Take some ownership for your life, man. No. So I'm, I'm, I'm wearing, I just gave, I'm wearing an Xbox shirt right now. Okay. And I'm saying we're all buying the PS5 next gen. And I want to play this game on the best console possible. Well, I'm not getting a series X until 2021 sometime. This game comes out September 5th. This is my dilemma. There is no release date for the PS5 right now. We don't know when it's coming out. We can't even pre-order it. And I'm expecting November, early, late November, whatever it is. That's at least two months of me not playing this game, basically. And that's hard for me to say. There's going to be so much stuff at launch. I want to pre-order it. I love pre-order skins. I'm a sucker for that stuff. Mm. Don't judge me for that. But I have a serious, and this is causing me anxiety. It's stupid that this is causing me anxiety. Am I going to sit here and not play this on the Xbox for the first two months? Or am I am I going to buy this on Xbox and then switch to PS5 because I want to play Spider-Man down the line? See, Ryan, we can peer pressure him now. Yeah. We'll oh, back at him. Please, I yeah, would love absolutely. some peer pressure right now. Well, does Spider-Man, I think that's one of the questions, does Spider-Man matter for you as a it pre-order? Couldn't matter more. He yeah. couldn't matter more to me. That's Jacob's go-to. Then, I mean, Jacob, I was in, I'm in the same boat. I'm staring, I was staring at both consoles. I was going to get it on Xbox. I like the UI better. I like the experience better. And I thought, oh man, that's going to be that type of game. I just wanted to play it on my Xbox. And then as soon as they said, hey, Spider-Man is an exclusive Sony, I was like, oh, that's it. And I think that's for a lot of people, that's what they look at is that main character. Yeah. They got uh, is going to they move won. people, dumb people like me, Ryan, get and the me. peer pressure to yeah. me and I get, I'm going over to one entire console. And it sets me up to literally go and say, well, now I got to get that PS5. So it was it you that said that you're like it looks like some weird like the plastic on it? You're like, no, that was our buddy. That was our buddy Adam. But uh, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it, it looks it looks like a spaceship. We're <laughs> letting Sony win, right? They're they're getting away yeah. with murder right now by just cornholing us with Spider Man. But <laughs> oh well, <laughs> like what, what are we gonna do? <laughs> Corn, I, yeah my my ps5 purchase has nothing to do with spider-man more more god of war and some of the other games that we haven't got to play yet you're such yeah a samurai. yeah you such a such a samurai guy but uh yeah i don't i don't know we'll have to see since i'm going to have the playstation i'll probably jump into spider-man shortly after so here matt's made his decision he's in the best boat i i literally looked up ps4 prices because of this whole dilemma that's stupid i'm gonna pay 200 and something dollars just to play marvel's avengers two months earlier that no it's a bad idea but so for you two you guys are less you guys are less i guess persuaded by spider-man than me are you going to wait for the ps5 when you buy the next gen console to to play this game or are you going to buy it on xbox i am going to wait because what sucks is because of this beta i'm more excited for this game but i really enjoyed jacob and i did a lot of co-op we played together on this beta and i just know that this game is going to be big time like a co-op game to me and i know we're all going to play it and so Jacob's getting it on PS5. I'm going to cave to that peer pressure. There's the peer pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Nick's getting on PS5. Are you getting on a PS5 now? Matt's got it. Actually, uh, I didn't want to admit this. It's kind of embarrassing now. I thought you could only play the beta if you pre-ordered it. So I I bought it already (laughs) for Xbox. So that that being said, I'll probably buy it again for PlayStation. I thought you were going to say PC. (laughs) No, no, no. He wins. God. But uh, yeah. Nick. Yeah. Yeah, we can Wait, just go on to the next refund subject. That, man. Yeah. Can you hold on? I, you might be able to. Can you? Re- you, guys, you guys want to you talk can't about refund a beta? <laughs> I mean, can you refund his purchase though? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I pre-purchased the ultimate edition too, and, oh, and I was like, oh yeah. man, 
Wait, so hold on, hold That's on. This is, this is complicating things for me because I might buy two versions of <laughs> to play with you, well, Nick. Get the well, base version. Now, if you so wait a couple of months, you could probably get it for 30 bucks. It's on yeah. Amazon. It's on it's everywhere right now. Like you could probably get it on Xbox for cheap. You just have a lesser character. And if you do get the base, I I don't even know the difference between the the ultimate edition and the base. It's I just skins. always pick the skins. ultimate. It's skins, yeah. There's so, some coins and some skins. To me, Spider Man makes the difference. So no matter what, I'm ending up with the PS5 version down the line. I just, to me, I think I can wait two months, but I need a release date for the PS5 to feel better about it. I've kind of had this, you know, crazy conspiracy theory that the PS5 and Xbox Series X X are going to get postponed based off, Mm -hmm. you know, they waited this long to open up pre-orders. That's unheard of when you're, when you're showing out, you know, predicting console yeah next gen it's 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 insane so for me it's it's very undecided still i'm buying this game whether it's early on the xbox at launch or whether it's on the ps5 two months from now three months from now that's undecided and that again sucks because i love this so much and i want to play more (laughs) but i guess i'll be playing tony hawk pro skater one and two september 5th instead of avengers probably guys i don't even see the purchase yet i might be able to refund it jacob let me know what you do honestly if you can refund it i'll wait till the ps5 version okay i'll look into that. If so you guys are both getting it on Xbox, and I got to get it on Xbox because I can't. All right, Jacob, just get it on Xbox. No, I can't. I need Spider Man. <laughs> I need Spider Man. I, I don't give in a peer pressure like Ryan does. I'm getting Spider Man. <laughs> I almost got both of you to just buy it, guys. I'm so. In. Is there, any, is there anything else we were missing on this beta? I don't think so. Are, are there any just, you know, prominent pros and cons that you want to throw out there? I did mind. like, I got to say, um, I made note of this, but I think the abomination fight is a good sign as far as what we're going to see from villains in this game. Because... Well, you missed it too, I know, because you didn't finish the beta, but there's a this giant mech battle at the very end of the beta and it's this, you know, you're literally, as Black Widow, you have to climb up this character to break some of the stuff. So I completely agree, Abomination and then the mech battle are are great signs that they're going to give you complex, you know, fighting challenges. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like too, like I got the Hulkbuster. Like when I went into the full online and I'm just messing around, I was flying around as Iron Man, well, floating around like Iron Man. <laughs> I yeah. came across one part and I was like, there's the Hulk plus because like, I'm, I was new to just like how they all controlled and some of the power-ups and skills you can get. And the Hulk Buster's like standing there. I was like, okay. So I just walked up to it and I got in and you're, you're kind of hovering around in that and shooting. And I'm like, that's cool. That's, that's an added that's layer amazing. to it, right? Where they could just drop in almost like Fortnite, right? Where they, they just kind of drop in mid match or they have bonuses or, or certain challenges. Like if you look at, what they might do for daily challenges or weeklies as this game rolls out, they can do so much. Like you can get a Hulkbuster in different colors or you could <laughs> drop maybe different heroes in, right? For power-ups and drop in vision, Ryan. Make you, make you happy. <laughs> oh, and Dr. Doom comes in for no reason. A boy can dream. Yes. <laughs> I hope we see some Doom. I hope we see Fantastic Four. I hope we see X-Men. I hope this is successful at launch so that us Marvel fans can get this content that we've never seen in this quality before. Because they're not getting our money up front, right, Jacob? <laughs> I, I'm i just going to send Square Enix $60 without expecting anything from them. Just to support the Venmo the president of Square Enix. Do you guys have any challenges with signing up? Speaking of Square. So when I got the beta yes. and then yes. I'm going online on my PlayStation Go through the Square website. Boots me out of there. Then I got to go to it and try to log in or sign in. And I didn't have an account. And then it didn't work. It wasn't. To me, it was like, okay, just do it. Download. Do it. Do it. Give me the code. Give me the code. And I must have sat there for like 10 minutes trying it out. Get it to work. Not user friendly at all. I think EA started the whole like EA profile for all of their games and now every developer is doing it. Ubisoft does it too. It's so unnecessary. Yeah, Ubisoft got in on that. You guys weren't excited enough for the beta because before the beta launched, I went and created my Square Enix account. I was was set. (laughs) I was ready to go. Guys, I played Marvel's 2015 and 2016. That tells you that I needed a Marvel game. I needed that was something. This is for <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys. Oh, I think we. I think we've worked out our opinions in this game. We're all going to play it. 
where where be it i don't know at this point um junk food junk food matt i'm gonna join you in the ps5 eventually sweet but i'm excited for this i think you guys are all pretty stoked too yeah it's gonna be good i was thoroughly thoroughly pleased and very optimistic about the future of it matt i want to thank you for being on today's episode this has been a blast i want to give you the the floor to to plug some stuff again i know you plugged it at the beginning of the show but where can the people find you uh youtube.com slash assemble show um we do weekly statue and action figure unboxings of things like mcu content and DC and Ninja Turtles and Transformers and all the stuff that we grew up on. We also do two other shows where we do Top Shelf Tuesday. So as this launches and drops, you'd have the next episode of that, which is a ranking series of, you know, from Batman to X-Men to ranking the movies and the shows and the games and all of that. And then our community Q&A shows on Fridays, and that's called Free For All Friday. And that's where we take community questions off like Twitter and Instagram and YouTube. And we just chit chat and go through whatever the community wants to talk about. But we also take it a step further. We take all those community members, we take all of their Twitch, YouTube links, uh, blogs, everything. We dump it into the the notes into the description too, so that, you know, we're making sure that we we spread the love too. So it's been a blast, guys. I've seriously really enjoyed it. Um, I really enjoy the show just as a fan. So it's really awesome for me to to be able to have the opportunity to come on and join you guys on this, especially talking MCU, which I could just go on for for days, unless we're talking about (laughs) the Marvel game from 2015 or Vision. I don't have the lore in the background, Ryan, for Vision. I just don't know. I can't believe that. For someone who knows so much about the universe, you must know he's the greatest character in the Marvel universe. Matt, don't don't entertain him. Don't don't even entertain him. Ryan doesn't even know anything about Vision. He watched Age of Ultron and he likes him. He likes the cape. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Matt, don't get... Why does he have the human flesh... I get it for it's Scarlet, which, but like he, he wants to be a human, and he's he's weak. He's all lanky he's and like. Weak. I like he's that you're weak. He you're doesn't. Like, no. He lose. He dies. Like he's spoiler, been alive. He dies. He's been alive for months. <laughs> he's I an like, infant. I like Matt. I like that you implied that his human flesh was there for Scarlet because we do know if you know comic books, there's a family there down the line. So thank you for pointing that out. It's weird. The pink skin is weird. Yeah, um, I think Ryan's just a fan true. of Paul Bettany, actually. And not go, even through, go through walls, too. Like, I can't imagine what he's <laughs> like. He's with Scarlet and he's like, want to see something cool? <laughs> it's Check creepy. this out. It's just Check creepy. this out. Look what I can do. <laughs> Guys, again, uh, thank you. Uh, for the listeners out there, go check out bushleygaming.com. We've got blog, weekly blog posts. We've got weekly reviews. Um, again, give Matt a follow on Twitter. Give him a, it's a subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, uh, sub. Give him a sub. and hit Watch the, a show. Hit That's the awesome. notification bell. I know that. That's something that you, you got to do on YouTube. But again, thank you guys for being here. And we look forward to next time. See ya. Thanks. See ya. All right. They're we getting are. away yeah. with murder right now by just cornholing us with spider-man but oh well